weird because I'm also on like Facebook groups related to this convention, and it's not people who are like, I do comedy shows about this. They're like, I swear to God, this is not a joke. One woman was like, well, I'm going to have to say goodbye to my podcast after 125 episodes. My podcast about pickles is finally coming to an end. I'm like, that's two years. How'd you get two years out of pickles? Hey, you do not know how deep and wide the vast world of pickles is. Uh, no, I didn't because I commented on it saying, how the fuck did you get 125? She goes, I know a lot about pickles, Scotty. And then like two minutes later, goes, I see you're from Alabama. Have you tried this pickle? And I'm like, what? How did you just know that? I'm Scotty, like, no, yeah. no, no. What was the name of the pickles? Uh, <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to Pickle Boys, the weekly <laughs> podcast about professional wrestling and pickles. We're hitting that real niche in between the two markets. Actually, you should have asked her what the numbers she pulled in for those 125 episodes. I bet they're better than ours, which is a real show for you. <laughs> that um it's they they don't just call them like wickles has a lot of products but they're they're main like dill pickles they're not of course just called dill they're called dirty dills that's my that's my favorite uh dean ambrose finishing move is when he would just come out and they <laughs> the dirty dills michael my god <laughs> what is <laughs> he said the dirty dills <laughs> Start the show. Welcome to Fight Boys, the show about professional and not so professional wrestling. I'm your host, the pickle man himself, Scotty Moore. And I am your reigning, defending, all South pickle champion, Dirty Dill, Blake Tanner. Dude, I don't even like pickles. Oh, no. And he's the Dylan. So guys, wrestling. Fuck, man, I'm still on the pickle train right now. I'm just like, uh, I, I, need know, to... I need you to, I need you to rein it back because wrestling actually happened this week. A lot of wrestling happened this week. Yeah, it, it, gonna... it did. Wrestling happened in, in the things that I cared about, and also in the WWE. Can I just say, oh. Monday night when Vince is like, but replacing her at WrestleMania. Like, I had a flashback to last week when I'm like, it's happening! The only thing that could ruin it is... And then he goes, Charlotte Flair! Yep. <laughs> it was like an ASPCA commercial. I'm like, no! And then she walks out. I don't... That's... Wait, what ASPCA commercial are you talking no, about? That's Darth Vader. I'm... No, I... <laughs> Yeah, you don't remember. You don't remember that crossover in the eighties when Darth Vader. Just, a, yeah, yeah. It's a sad. He was, right at all around of the, these... it was right around the time of the Energizer commercials with the bunny. <laughs> right around that time when they were just. It's a sad just... Darth Vader looking into the camera. No! This yeah. man accidentally killed his wife for pennies a day. You can save him <laughs> for with new robotic parts. <laughs> I would. So I would like to. I would like to point out where uh, how I, how I enjoy how I enjoy how this went for for a couple reasons. One, yeah. uh, Charlotte Charlotte makes a great shit eating like heel. Yes. She's great mm. at it. 
just that the, smile. The, the, I hate it. it. Uh, it's the it's the smugness. It's there, mm-hmm. and then like it comes from a real place because WWE unnecessarily shoved her down everybody's throat for about a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's well, weird how it's weird how they do that with blondes. I don't know. Yeah. Weird trend going back forever. Very noticeable. Uh, yes. But, very, very noticeable. If you if you line up all the champions, you're going to be like, that's a re- reoccurring hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> my, my favorite tweet was from Charlotte after that happened, and she just said, oh, well, I didn't realize so many of you people were going to be upset that I was added to this match. Here, I'm going go to <laughs> go to Vince right now and demand that I'm removed from the match, and it's changed immediately. Just kidding. Fuck y'all. Oh, I will say... I didn't care. I didn't give a single like fucking shit about anything that happened on Raw this week, as far as I know, except for the last two minutes. See, see what I what I cared about was the fact that a uh, Elias job to commercials and oh cutaways. Oh my god, you're right. And then and then b uh, Becky Lynch acknowledged Finn Balor's abs, and that's just the most hilarious shit to me. Oh. Awesome, by the way, <laughs> just nonchalantly. Mm-hmm. You you guys are forget you guys are forgetting probably one of the top things to happen on Raw. One of the top. I mean, with the top guys. Yeah, with, with the, the top, top guys. You mean, yeah, you mean the, the people guys. that you mean the people that took twelve tries to win the championship yes. from a from a guy that got kicked out of two other tag teams <laughs> and then. <laughs> And, and then, and then the forgotten ghost of NXT champions past. You mean the guy, that team? You mean the guys that won the new championship belts that are just big participation trophies? Look, yeah, I'm that's... saying for a very long time, I've said no to. I've just said no to the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions, but now I say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, happy. So, I'm so happy it look... happened, but it does feel straight up like a we can't lose these guys give them the titles really quick and then in two weeks like braun Strowman and a and a third grader is gonna get it <laughs> yep no Which no, no. Is- i look forward to i look forward to uh i look forward to wrestlemania when uh edge and christian beat them in a match that involves no actual wrestling <laughs> they just hit him with a chair yeah. and then can they just concerto pin him and then they're like we abdicate these these are these look like licorice yep. and then they just put them down and leave look- we it's literally can't defend bit. these. Yeah, literally, the whole thing is just a, a live ENC bit. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Um, it, it's it's amazing that you say what you say, Scotty. The words that are coming out of your mouth because it's like, oh man, we don't want to lose these guys. We can't lose these guys. They're such good technical wrestlers. I mean, we booked them like shit forever, and we made yeah. them terrible. But damn, that'd if we like, lose them. That'd be like if they were upset if they lost Gallows and Anderson. It's like, oh man, we can't lose these guys. We only nothing with them. They had that remember they had that show that people liked that we decided not to continue? Yeah. You remember? You you know how they're still somehow over despite the fact that we only have them show up five times a year? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they're like the ascension at this point. They're ball of ascension. That's what I, they are. I think it's like, okay, oh, imagine Voltron. You can't do much with his foot, but if you give Voltron his foot back, it gets a lot more scary. Gallows and Anderson are the foot of AEW's Voltron. They're still doing a lot without that foot, but if they give him the foot back, oh, it's all over for WWE. <laughs> That's, like, like I feel like I feel like they were never a threat to go back to uh, to New Japan just because uh, just because you know Abs Hoot 
was never going to leave his hot Asian <laughs> wife and, like, you know, go across the ocean for months at a time. Leave that Especially with his new hot house. Asian wife. Hot Asian wife. Uh, but now that AEW is a thing, um, holy shit, can you imagine? Like, like, I really wish I – I wish that, like, contracts and everything, like, in other professional sports – were like as public as they are in prof- like for professional wrestling because holy shit the speculation and stock rise if i knew when the fuck the good brothers contract were up i would be like they're coming back at double or nothing <laughs> yeah. like, like oh. after the after the main event of the lucha bros versus fucking fucking uh young bucks all of a sudden all of a sudden the hoots show up mm-hmm. and they fucking big booted doom on nick jackson and then <laughs> Like I would, holy shit, dude! I would flip a table. I'd mark so hard. Yeah, that'd be absurd. Uh, that would be a good moment. Damn, too bad it's not happening anytime soon. Yeah, no, no, no. They'll be, they'll be, uh, they'll be at, they'll be at all in third times the charm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say, uh, too bad. Even if it did happen at double or nothing, we wouldn't be able to see it because they sold their pre-sale out, and they also sold out the rest of the venue in like twelve minutes. No, four. They four fucking minutes. Minutes. Four minutes. Yeah, four minutes. They cut down on their they per, they're cutting down on their personal best. At this point, why don't they just run the garden? Like, really, what are we waiting for? Yeah, I, I was surprised so, when they ran it the second time. I was like, you guys did ten thousand tickets in ten minutes. I feel like you can sell out the garden at that point, like like in like September. I I just realized that the double or nothing it didn't mean doubling the seats it didn't mean doubling down on what they you know wanted to do it's just they wanted to double down on how quickly they could sell out an arena yeah. and thought, they did by God yep is it not tw- I thought it was twenty thousand seats for some reason is it not no <laughs> it's exactly twenty thousand seats more exactly not a single single chair more who was the original bet with i can't remember was it Meltzer? it was Meltzer. it was was something Meltzer said kind of offhandedly where he's like well no one no one other than wwe is gonna sell out 10,000 seat arena but i don't think it was he wasn't challenging anyone he just kind of said he was just saying like nobody currently had the ability to pull to pull that kind of draw because roh didn't have it new japan wasn't set up in in the states he was like nobody currently outside of wo you can do that then cody was like hold my beer (laughs) (laughs) i I can sir that's why the third the third one won't be third times the charm third one's just called fuck you Meltzer," and that's when they run the garden (laughs) Fuck no, you, it's... Dave. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. Welcome to Fuck Dave, the third greatest pay-per-view of the year. So you Man, know, what you if know, Fuck you know Dave was their WrestleMania? That's their WrestleMania. Welcome to Fuck Dave 28, live in Miami. No, no, no. I want, I want Omega Mania. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. Because while I'm, while I'm really sad that my favorite wrestler left my favorite promotion, um... Uh, Man, is there not like a lot of happen? I'm like, oh man, he has full creative control. This is like a mm-hmm. Hogan situation, but if Hogan wasn't a douche and like is willing to put people over for a story, yeah. Ooh. Um. Also, like, I am kind of sad that the first match that he's having is versus uh Leather Dad Chris Jericho. I'm also sad <laughs> that Ibushi resigned with New Japan for like yeah. the next three years. So he did sign a three year contract. Uh. So mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't get to see that. That that conclusion where he actually finally beats a until they're both 40, but yeah. they'll still be in such amazing shape then. 
Like, yeah, that'll be fine. Leather, leather daddy will teach him how to do DDP. <laughs> yeah. DDP yoga. As much as I did love Kenny coming out at that conference, me and Blake were actually at a show. In you know Mark. who? Else? You know who else? You know who else was at that conference? Oh Kelly? yeah. Well, hold you on. Know who else was at that conference, Wait, wearing no on. shirt and jean vests in the fucking fifty-six degree weather, looking like <laughs> looking like two Scott Halls. They did. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I, I thought we had them as a lock for JWF, but apparently they were like, they haven't paid us yet. Let's go sign with AEW. But oh, we yeah. were never going to pay them. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, good old sexy Chucky e. T. Has, no, no, is, he's Chuck Taylor. Oh, is he? He's straight up Chuck Taylor. How are they not going to? Well, I guess Chuck Taylor doesn't own the name fully, the name Chuck Taylor. So I guess no. they're good though. No, I think that's why uh, Ring of Honor called him Sexy Chucky, or Chucky T, was they were like, we don't want to have to deal with a Chuck Taylor Converse lawsuit. Yeah, but the, <laughs> but the Con family is like, well, fuck it, we'll buy Converse. <laughs> <laughs> we got fucking football money, yo. We, we got, we'll buy whatever. We'll buy whatever. The, we made the Jaguars relevant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you see what we did to that football team? They have, they have that kind of money. I, now, I, as someone who works in shoes, I'm terrified of the day where I come in and I'm like, oh, we got a new shipment of Converse in, and then I open it, and the side where that star is is now just mm. Chuck Taylor's face. But he's making one of his he's making one of his dumb faces like <laughs> just that on the side of a and the, for some strange reason the first pair that you get you open them Scotty and there's a little message written on the side of one of the shoes and it says fuck you fight boys what, what? no no that's the name of his that's the name of his shoe line is the is the fight boys oh no they're he the F- it, but he spells it with an S because fuck yeah, you he does. no they're the F U F Bs. The foobs. The foobs. But uh, and there's three sets. There's three shoes in every set. Yeah. By the way, I would like to I would like to point out that at this point AEW has more uh vice presidents, executive vice presidents than they have uh female wrestlers, and that's kind of a weird place to be as an organization. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but going back to one of those vice presidents, Kenny Omega, apparently New Japan just didn't consider the fact that he would leave. Because from what I've read online, they were like, oh, yeah, we had him booked for a very long time to face Okada at some – I can't remember. It's something in – No, at, at the – they were going to have them at Madison Square Garden. Oh, oh yeah. Dang. At MSG Which was going to be – By the way, if you'd, like to, if you'd like to join me in going to the Reddit uh, pick'ems and just penciling in Okada winning that now <laughs> uh, – <laughs> Well, to be fair, yep. when I saw Jay White versus Tanahashi, I'm like, oh, this is just a good one for Jay to get some heat on him. And then no, 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 no. I told you this was going to happen. Yeah, it's I, – I felt like once he started getting it, like, yeah, Jay's going to be their new white guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's legitimately what it is because they were just like, yeah, we had Kenny penciled in for the uh, super card at, 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 at MSG. And uh, then they're just like, "Well, now Kenny's out. What do we do? Well, here's this other white guy. Let's use him." Here's now. this. Here's this other white guy. By the way, I figured out why I was I was annoyed with Jay White 
for uh, for the long until until this last thing when he became champion. I was like, okay, and I watched that match. It was actually a pretty good match. It's because holy shit, like this must be what people felt like whenever Okada came back from Excursion and was just like, hey, I'm champion now, and like his second pay per view. It's just like, holy fuck, you've been here like next to no time. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I had to watch Kenny Omega for two years before I finally got the catharsis of watching him become champion. And this 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 New Zealand shithead did it in like a year and a month. See, the weird thing about Jay White is I've never met a New Zealand person who's not very just a pleasant person. And then Jay White was like, nope, I'm the meanest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> You know, Flight of the Concords are from your country, right? Yep. Yeah, he does not care. Does, no, no. does not care. I punched him in the face. Jay, yeah. the, call me anti-Concord. I'm the anti-Concord. I feel, gonna... I feel bad now because I, re- I still remember years. You remember that uh, that supercard that we went to, Scotty, when yeah. it was in Lakeland? I still remember seeing Jay White at a table uh, with like three people that came up to him. Uh, and wishing that I had the money to like get his autograph because I was like, that guy's really good. He's gonna be really good later. But like the Bullet Club's here, and I have a T-shirt <laughs> to get filled out. Yeah. And... Was yeah. Jay what? What was Jay's match that night? Do you remember? Or was uh, he? I think he was in a he was in a tag match because he was in that weird collection of like random wrestlers. Like it was him, Jonathan Gresham, and like a bunch of other people. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Um, well, listen, we've had a lot of great conversations about a lot of great wrestlers this week, guys. But can we talk about the MVP of this week? The it, most valuable dad, Papa Daddy. Biggest, world's best dad until I have my baby, Kofi! Uh, S.O.S. You hear them shout. I'm going to bring back his old music. I did. I, I, I read that because I didn't see it live, but I read that and I was just like, you go, buddy. You go. <laughs> you live your dreams, man. You live your dream. I've oh. never, I've never, and like, I'm, Scotty, I'm in last place for Pickums, right? Yes. That's not going to change. Because uh, <laughs> my I pick don't is know. Kofi Kingston. I don't know. Listen, are you picking Kofi Kingston to win this weekend? Because I am. Um, Okay, never mind. You live your dreams, buddy. You live, you live your bliss, buddy. Fine. I support you so much. Yeah. And I love you for it. Because, cause, like, there's no... Oh, fuck it, I'll get, to, I'll get to the logic of it anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but that was... That, this, the catharsis of him beating, you know, two former world champions, Samoa Joe, uh, getting a standing ovation from everybody for fucking, yeah. like taking that out that was that was amazing and then randy orton came in in the end it was like i'm a snake yeah <laughs> you're just like fuck i forgot he was here can we, yeah. can we put some duct tape on mustafa ali and replace randy orton with him <laughs> just, Ollie back tape it, just tape it back. Just yeah. tape some, um, get some anime tape. Just yeah. put that I, on there. I hate that I was so sad to hear that Ali was injured, so he was taken out of the chamber. And then I was like, oh, they're replacing him with Kofi? Okay, I mean, that's cool. I just didn't see. And then that gauntlet match happened, and mm-hmm. then Kofi killed everybody and reminded us why he was wonderful. He beat somebody and, with it. He pinned someone with the SOS. That hasn't happened did. since, like, 2012. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then, like you said, Randy Orton just comes out, sneaky snake. Randy just. <laughs> oh, I see. It. Oh, there's an AJ Styles here. Whoa, bam! The end. Good night. What are you guys applauding? A guy who just went a very long time in this gauntlet match. Uh, wow! The winner was in here two seconds. <laughs> oh, AJ was distracted. Oh no! It would be a shame if someone were to oh RKO him. He done got RKO'd. Um, I will say my favorite tweet to come out of the situation is from Big E. Because, let me see if I can pull up the exact... Yeah, here it is. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was wonderful. He goes, sometimes you forget that the dude you've goofed off with for the last four plus years is a legend. Putting in an actual hour against and defeating world champs and future Hall of Famers was awe-inspiring and humbling. Last night was one we will never forget. Yeah. I know he's not going to win. But, like, I'm in last. Like, would... So, got nothing <laughs> to lose, baby! Got nothing to, lo- got nothing to lose. We, we, for some reason, didn't come up with a punishment at the beginning of this for coming in last. Um, <laughs> so, like, I have nothing to lose. I already, I already put up my... I already put up like everything during the G one. So I've already, I've already like risked it all. Ones this, year. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I will say that uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Could we just That's talk fair. about um, mm-hmm. the? Can we talk about how Oscar wasn't on on the oh. Go Home show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oscar's just not here. I mean, she doesn't even she doesn't have a match at the Elimination Chamber, does yeah, she? Yeah, even the, despite being the other champion, like no, just she's just an afterthought. Fuck, she just is. Like, How did I forget that? (laughs) It's, I saw someone on Reddit post earlier today. It's like, when we said that we wanted Asuka booked like Brock Lesnar, we did not mean this. (laughs) We didn't mean the schedule of Brock Lesnar. I mean, granted, if that gets her more over, if if she just shows up and like fucking show up, wreck people, leave, I'll Mm -hmm. accept that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll bow down to our new like distant empress, but. It will be fantastic the moment that she actually decapitates someone with her thighs. I mean, I'm looking forward to that, but yeah. still. I still uh, don't know who the fuck she's facing at, at WrestleMania. There's, because yeah. Charlotte's going to be in this triple threat. That's, once again, I saw this on Reddit, and they said that the, uh, it's because the, uh, just the level of the women on SmackDown, it goes like, okay, you got the good ones. There's like three of those. And everybody else is just kind of meh. She either, like, she's either facing Sarah Logan or Mandy Rose. That's it. You have two options. Yeah. Yeah, no one else has been built up. Unless like, they do like a six-man for the for the thing. Or that's like very that, possible. That garbage AJ Lee match where she had to face the entire women's, women's roster. roster. And she um, won. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's they like, had her, and then they had her lose the page the next night, mm-hmm. which leads me to our spot. Well, she was actually supposed to family. <laughs> yeah, she was actually supposed to lose that match. I think uh, Meltzer said because uh, Naomi was supposed to win, but she botched it, oh, and she botched yeah. so bad that like someone called an audible. Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yep. Um, actually, <laughs> but going back to her, she's. I think it's like Becky, Naomi. Like, they're the only two that are actually good or have been there for long enough that you would have a good viable contender on SmackDown. Uh, okay, and everybody look. else is just kind of meh. See, I don't see Naomi is reliable, but I, I don't yep. see her as like a WrestleMania caliber person. 
It's a battle of the hip attacks. The rear view versus Asuka's murder butt. <laughs> you know. Can we just have Mickey James just show up? What's she doing? Can she show up and put on like that NXT that she had against Asuka, like that level match? Yeah. That would be good. That? That'd be I, I'd accept yeah. that. That's a good like third. That's a good like third match on the card, right? Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Or okay, look, fat. We still have Fast Lane because WWE's throwing in more pay per views. Fuck, Wait, I forgot. What? Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte versus Becky for the opportunity to face Ronda Rousey. Becky wins. Charlotte goes back to challenge Asuka. Almost as if WWE in that one match goes, I'm sorry. The problem is they won't say I'm sorry. They'll have Charlotte win again. And then... <laughs> yep. It's no. been... I don't, I don't want to interrupt for too long, but it's been such a weird storyline with Becky over the last couple of weeks. Can we just acknowledge that? Yeah, yeah, no, because because yeah. they don't know how they want to play it because they're this thing of like, yeah, you guys have the you guys have the power, except Vince McMahon is here and like he just put his grapefruits on the table and said <laughs> no, and we're totally not questioning that. We're totally not questioning it. Uh, that's basically that's basically how that entire yeah. segment went. Which I wouldn't like, question if Vince put his grapefruits on the table either. I'd be too scared. Yeah. So like so like his his daughter and his son-in-law were both like, We accept this. You apologize. Like, we've kicked the shit out of people for shitty reasons. Like, we know how it is. It'd be like that sometimes. And then they left. And then he came out and said, I don't accept your apology, even though I wasn't the one that got assaulted, but apparently I'd like to be. And <laughs> I look forward to Becky Lynch hitting an old man with a steel chair. I'm gonna, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I fucking look- make that into a gif. I'm gonna post that shit on Reddit every three days. I cannot wait until she actually breaks his arm off yeah. and beats him to death with it. Also, I just want, the, I just want the, I just want the segment where she puts the disarmor on Vince McMahon. That's all I want. I want that, and I want. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know they'll have security pull her off. I also love the fact that anytime. There's the women on the roster. They do they do send out an equal amount of security as they yeah. would from the male, the male participants, yeah. despite the fact that like what? <laughs> like like there's eight of you. You combine to four times her body weight. Just lay on her. Just like dead weight and just lean. Like it's Matter like, of fact, she does crossfit, but she doesn't do that much. Like I feel like you guys can like fucking take yeah. her take her as down a, but. as a matter of fact i feel like that tactic works with most of the roster except yeah, no, for ron could, and brock you could maybe you could totally, joe you could totally do that to chad gable he wouldn't have shit to do about it he'd be like i have greco roman whoa what is this like, <laughs> also fun fact well while, while this whole conversation has been happening we got yeah. ra- we got raided on twitch by ritual misery a fellow podcast and uh-huh. Just holding our title of worst show of all fucking time, we're back down to three viewers after that. They were like, we're raiding, but no, 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 leave quickly. (laughs) But uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for the raid as well. But you know who I'd also like to thank? Um, Our two patrons? Do we even Uh, have two? Oh no! I no, was gonna. No, do... we've got to. Oh wait, we got to thank someone else first. Damn it! Let's thank a special boy named the I'll Sugar Bear for the delicious taste of Golden Crisp cereal. Golden Crisp. It's a cereal. I bought it yesterday, and I kind of feel bad about it. 
Like, we just went shopping, and we're going through the cereal aisle, and I just looked down and saw Sugar Bear looking up at me like, you know you'd never bought me. You told me you were gonna buy me, and I'd follow you on Twitter. And I gave you the follow, why haven't you fucking bought me yet? So... Uh, just to make the sugar bear feel decent about his stuff, enjoy some Golden Crisp. Also, donate at patreon.com slash a load of BS like Gaster does. So, while Blake is gone, Dylan, we mm-hmm. need to do a little something. I think we need to congratulate a special boy on his special new thing. So, I want you to congratulate him on getting getting the the contract but then also add that we know for a fact he's the lowest paid member of the roster <laughs> i was gonna say good work riding greg's coattails <laughs> i mean no 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 he would totally agree with that <laughs> like he he said that shit he said that shit before we just need to make it very obvious that we know he is not being paid yeah, yeah we're like hey congrats on that um Actually, congratulations! On. Congratulations on the AEW contract. We assume that your your contract has one less zero than the rest of the roster. <laughs> All right, I actually have to log into the Fight Boys account on the new um, Scotty Tron Five Thousand right here next to me. Uh, does the Scotty Tron have a have a Golden Crisp sticker on it? <laughs> yes, it Tron. does. No, at one point I think I'm gonna. Uh, me and Shawn Michaels are going to do a bit, and then I'm going to shove his... No, me and Chuck Taylor are going to do a bit, and I shove his head through the Scotty Tron 5000 during my epic heel turn. Wow. Why would you, I, I think why that would you, you mean that... Him? Oh, no, I think that... Ch- no, look at that cowardly Chuck Taylor! He's just jumping through the Tron! <laughs> He's just jumping through the Tron! Yo, at Sexy Chucky e. T, congrats on the contract... We know you're getting paid less than everyone else. No, no, no. I assume your contract, your your pay is, or your contract has one less zero than everyone else. <laughs> oh, uh, God. it's all right. Gotta gotta pay the shoe people. Gotta pay the shoe people. <laughs> I'm gonna add that. <laughs> Hashtag gotta pay shoe people. <laughs> gotta pay Converse. You could you could probably name drop Converse. They don't. At Converse? Yeah, at Converse. I like the shoe people better. Like, we just don't know at this point. Or we all know. Yeah. Um, So, boys, it's time, because to quote what Blake said in our chat, fuck, it's happening already. The Elimination Chamber is upon us. Odd question. The the women's tag team match. That's an elimination chamber match, right? Yes. Oh my god. I am so thrilled about the clusterfuck that's gonna be. It's oh, gonna be mama. either really good or the worst thing that's ever happened. No, no the worst thing that ever happened already happened. Because you remember there was the IC, IC Elimination Chamber a few years ago where Dolph Ziggler had to tell people what the fuck to do yeah. because oh, nobody knew their spots. Oh, Jesus. That was the one where Mark Henry's glass broke too early and he was like, should I go out? Should I stay in? Should I go out? Oh, oh shit. Yeah, and then, and then, and then uh, you know, Ryback was just a dumb fuck. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Kalisto <laughs> fucked up his yep. spot of just jumping off the cage. It was the worst thing ever. I forgot how much of a mess, that, and that was the first time they brought the chamber back after like a year or two off. 
Yeah. yeah. They've brought it back for its own pay-per-view. They had the tag team one as well. They had the tag team chamber. You remember that clusterfuck, too? Oh, they were like, hey, yeah. we'll just shove four people into one of these pots. The I mean, we're I gonna... thought the ch- that tag chamber was decent, I thought. No, it was, but everything was decent compared to the IC chamber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could have you had like you could have had four amateur wrestlers in pots and like had them go out there and yeah. that would have been actually that would be amazing. Somebody book that. <laughs> so I uh, let's let's get into some predictions. A no disqualification match of Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Oh, no. um, big boy. Jared, yeah, we'll go with we'll go with Baron Corbin. What? Are you going to take Brunch Boy? Oh, no. The the Brunch Boy's too busy defending his JWF World Heavyweight Championship to focus on this match against the Lumberjack. I've got the Lumberjack, baby. <sighs> uh, <laughs> Blake, when you said... Th- I just realized, I s- you said the big boy, and I automatically assumed Braun, but they're both fairly big boys. No, yeah, no, no. A... One of them looks like they ate the other one. Yes, <laughs> in a match in a match with Braun Strowman, there is no. only one big boy. Yeah. Unless he's fighting the big show. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's the big show, not the big boy. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um Bobby oh. Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. <laughs> did you did you even ask about who I was gonna pick for that one? You said the big boy. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Send the big boy Ryback. Okay. Uh, Bobby Lashley oh. and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. Handicap match for the IC title. Oh, yeah. No, Finn Balor by pinning Leo Rush. That would be good. Oh, yeah, but it would be. What if? I didn't know it was a handicap match. Yeah. What if, what if Leo pins Finn and then Leo Rush is now the Intercontinental Champion? Man, that would be such a drop-off in champion quality. Oh, yeah. man, that would really suck. They're going to do it, aren't they? <laughs> Go for it. Um, yeah. He hits, he hits, no, he hits Rush Hour on Bobby and then pins Bobby. And then, and then pins oh, Finn yeah. as well. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to keep it on Bobby for right now. After Leo does some bullshittery at the end of the match. Um, <laughs> I think Leo's going to end up costing Bobby the match. So I'm going to give it to Balor, just because I need some hope in this world. Okay, I'm fine with that. Um, A match that I'm excited for, but I know is probably going to be bad, Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey. No, 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 that match is going to be, that match is probably going to be match of the night. Yeah. Actually, no, I take that back. The chamber match is going to be match of the night. Because look at the stacked fucking that is that is that is early 2010s stack that's like the one that had batista and the undertaker in it and the undertaker did that cool like tombstone reversal spot like it's that level of stacked for that chamber and weirdly enough it's still got jeff hardy in it so it's 2010 (laughs) longevity of that man i swear he doesn't have bones (laughs) someone tweeted a picture of the elimination chamber poster which has like a picture of daniel bryan and a picture of randy orton and like everyone around it and then hardy fully decked in his face paint and oh yeah the, the caption said go around at work and ask your co-workers which of these men is named jeff <laughs> uh, i would love it if all of them were like dude that's jeff hardy come on what are you yeah, talking okay, about i got this i used uh, to own a pair of those pants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
I haven't watched wrestling in 10 years, but that's Jeff fucking Hardy, yeah. dude. But now, speaking of stack decks or elimination chamber matches, we got to talk about the famous one with Daniel Bryan. And yeah, I mean, we're Sam- all, Ronda's winning, right? Yeah, we're just yeah, kind of, yeah, this yeah. is not but just I, normal. But listen, I want you to know, this is this match will raise Ruby Riot's stock. What I think it will. As a viable as a viable contender. This will likely be just as good, if not slightly better, than the Sasha Banks match. Yeah. I have that much faith in Ruby. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, Daniel Bryan and Santino Morella putting on just the greatest Elimination Chamber match. A match! When Santino, when Santino Morella made you believe that they would put the belt <laughs> yeah. on Santino Morella, I want you to know, that was a moment in history where collectively a stadium of over 12,000 to 15,000 people all collectively stood up and was like, holy shit, they're going to give it to the comedy guy. And then, and then Daniel Bryan was one of three people to kick out of the Cobra. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's the hardest I've ever cheered for the Cobra. Not because I wanted Daniel to lose just because I'm like, I want to see if they got the balls to do this. And they don't. Yeah. And they didn't, but they did have the balls to take the championship off of Daniel Bryan the next month in 12 seconds yeah um mm-hmm. buddy murphy versus akira tozawa ah oh no no it's gonna be buddy murphy it's gonna I be love, buddy murphy i, love, I got burned I last akira time yeah. i got i love akira tozawa yelling though yeah. Yeah. I, I really i really wish he could yell shut the fuck up at the crowd though <laughs> I'm going to stick with Buddy as well. Mostly out of game theory more than anything else at this point. Shut up. Um, The Miz and Shane McMiz, the team of McMiz, versus Usos. I don't want to say McMiz. Shane needs a match at WrestleMania, and he's going to get a tag team championship match. So they're going to keep it. Yeah. McMiz. I hope they go up against New Day. Just because shenaniganry of the whole promo. The promos, the month of promos for that, going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's it's longer than a month. It's like six, I think. Oh, no, because there's (laughs) Fastlane. So we all got McMiz on that one? Fastlane's in like two weeks, right? Yeah. (laughs) There's a a long build-up to... I know this because I had to book out to Wrestle Palooza. <laughs> I mean, t- I watched Tibbs have to book out to Wrestle Palooza, and I'm like, that's a lot of fucking weeks. Yeah, I mean, the weirdest thing is he just started drawing stuff halfway through, and we had to <laughs> interpret the pictures. Yeah. Well, um, that's what you get for giving him a bottle of Jim Beam. <laughs> uh, the inaugural Women's Tag Team Championship Elimination Chamber match, Nia Jackson Tamina versus Riot Squad versus Man- Absolution versus the Iconics versus Bailey and Sasha versus Naomi and Carmella. I hate all of this. Um, and this um, I believe Iconics and Bailey and Sasha are starting off. I may be wrong. It's either them or Sonya and Mandy. Uh, all right. Who you got, Scotty? Yeah, Scotty. Oh, man. This is a fucking tough one. Right? This is, this is really... Okay, Nia Jackson, Tamina. <coughs> no. Riot Squad? May... I'm, <laughs> I'm now listing them. I'm like, who has the least shot? Naomi and Carmella, sixth. Bottom of the barrel, no way. Mm-hmm. Above that, I put... Riot then Squad, it, I hate to say. No, no, I would put Riot Squad above Nia and Tamina, I feel. No, 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 above them. So, like, sixth is... Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, I see what you mean. Um, 
So I put I put Riot Squad like I put Riot Squad above Absolution. Absolution has no shot in hell. Like one, I just told you, one of them's yeah. going to be the singles ch- challenger at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, triple threat: Oscar, Mandy, Sonya. That would be good. Absol- that would. Oh, dude. Yeah, because they've been they've been teasing that that since Survivor Series when Mandy stole uh, Sonya's uh, like elimination. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, fuck. If I wish they'd put more wrestling with the Iconics, because most of the time the Iconics are just kind of out there cutting promos and then jobbing to whoever the women's champion is. Oh, Blake's just getting out a shit ton of quarters at this point. He's like, yeah, oh. I was getting the quarters, y'all. Why don't you just get a D6? Oh, yeah! Mm, I do have a fair no, because the, even... Even I know some of these are no. Um, if that makes any sense. I'm stuck between Riot Squad and Bailey and Sasha. Right? Do you think they'll give it heel and then give it Bailey and Sasha will win it at WrestleMania? Or do you think they'll just hold it and be the champions at WrestleMania? Bailey and Sasha. I'm just saying Bailey and Sasha. I'm going with it. Bailey and Sasha. Basha? You giving it to Basha? Basha. Basha Mania is going to win. See, this is a hard position you've put me in, Scotty, being in second place and a little bit further behind because I can game theory this and just go with your same decision just to keep my place, or I can flip my quarter. Uh, I mean, it worked out for you last time. It did, yep. didn't it? Flip that quarter, boy. Okay... No, Bailey and Sasha. All right, Sasha! All I love how we're, we're all going to, like, even if I pick my second pick, I feel like we're all going to be wrong, and it is going to be Carmella and Naomi. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, if it's, if it's going to be my WWE, like, disappointment pick, the one that's going to make me hate everything like WWE tends to do, it's going to be Nia and Tamina. No, I actually, I when they first got together, I'm like, those they should be the first challengers for the title. Um, which actually would work out. Sasha and Bailey win it, and then they have to defeat the the two beasts at Mania. Yeah. They have to slay the beasts. The beasts in the East? Yes. Sure, we'll go with, we'll go with Basha, just because I can't afford to fall any farther behind. Triple Bosh. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Gazi! Finally! Way to show up, Gazi! Oh, is Gazi in the chat? Fuck that guy! I'm happy I didn't spend a lot of time talking about his donations on Patreon.com slash a load of BS. You'd have to you'd have to censor like me reading this message that Gazi sent. He's such a fuckboy. Anyway, can't believe it, Gazi. Final prediction: <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus Ed- Edge Styles versus Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton versus Smojo versus Kofi Kingston. We all know where Dylan's going. S O S. Hear them shouting. S O S. I hear them crying. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna boom, boom off the top of one of the fucking pods. It's gonna be wrecked. Fuck. This is a tough one. Okay, here, let me, let me, let me tell you why I think this could theoretically happen. I know it won't. I know it's gonna be da- Daniel Bryan. Uh, but let me tell you why I think it should happen. One, uh, it'll be like Elimination Chamber a few years ago, where they randomly gave it to Bray, and like, Bray all of a sudden had a storyline. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And he got to be a champion. 
Uh, two, it will provide a number of potential good matches for WrestleMania. Like, sure, like, what, like, what's the, what's the, who do, you, who do you have facing Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania? Who do you think is a good match? Uh-huh. No one. There's not a, there's yeah. not a single person. No, no one. Everybody that Kofi Kingston faced in that, like, that gauntlet, perfectly viable WrestleMania opponent. <clears throat> Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship, I would put as must-see above Brock and Seth Rollins. Yeah, you ain't wrong there. <laughs> Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. the work rate in that match alone would be worth it like they're not going to give it to joe i wish they would that, well, fuck no, i wish they would thing. give it to joe right now i'm at daniel bryan or samoa joe because every- samoa joe you're winning we can't catch you we literally can't catch you in time mm-hmm. i believe we're all like one point apart you said you were three points ahead you oh, did. That, oh, that's right. I am Daniel yeah. Bryan. <laughs> I, picked, I, like how, I like how you won't even risk it at this point. I picked Daniel Bryan. I just want to win something for once in my life. I've already put Bryan down on my paper. I'm not changing <laughs> it. Nah, I'll go with Kofi. Okay, so we got. Two I still years. respect that decision ex- extremely. I, I... Like, there were times back when you had your Bray Wyatt picks where I'm like, I don't know. I respect the fuck out of that opinion, though. Ooh! <laughs> Opponent for Daniel Bryan at Mania, babyface Bray Wyatt. You took my son! <laughs> Give me back my son! Actually, yeah, no, Bray Wyatt shows up and he's got Harper. Oh, yeah. That would be good. And then, like... No, because now I'm thinking as to how Tibbs would book things, not how Vince books things. Um, so we <laughs> predicted an elimination chamber, boys, and I just pray it's decent. I pray that the women's match isn't a clusterfuck. The women's tag match will be the biggest clusterfuck you've ever seen in it's your life. Are you be, kidding me? It's going to be rough. Are you kidding me? There's going to be three teams, four teams in at one point. That's going to be eight mm-hmm. female wrestlers in a, spa, in a space that there are no veterans for. Like, yeah. whenever, whenever there were, was, like, Elimination Chamber, you know how, like, there was the fucked one and Dolph was able to do it? That's because Dolph had been in a couple Elimination Chambers at that point. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of knew. No one, not a single woman in that has like that much experience i think there's there's been one elimination chamber like women's elimination chamber right that's yeah. it yeah so like no that's shit. it they'll have one match so to do tag and that like you will be lucky mm. if that's that match is middling it is like that has the potential to be just an absolute cluster fuck mm-hmm. uh well speaking of wrestling shocks we do need to discuss the fact that me and blake did join gazi recently on one of his wrestling streams and dylan we oh made... man i thought I, th- I, th- I thought you were talking about how there was a switchblade shot because jay white won the championship and like oh, yeah well see here's what it happened dylan we got you booked in a match for one of gazi's titles and congrats you won it then we immediately booked you in another match where you lost it back to Matt Taven. So, our bad, we guess. I'm just gonna leave now. <laughs> <laughs> it's barely you anymore. You're some sort of weird, broody version of Dylan. <laughs> You're like, is this, oh, you- is this the effect of Gazi's Wrestling Federation? Everyone has to become more emo. Is that just his yeah. aesthetic? Yeah, that's basically what happens, baby. That's, okay, that's everybody's got to everybody's got to get guy liner and start wearing belts with studs on them. Is that the new? <laughs> well, we all just have to start wearing Jericho. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. You go shopping. Uh, is that is that the name of Gazi's Federation, the Leather Daddy Federation? LDM. <laughs> LDM. Leather Daddy Federation. Oh, man. But you know where you can go get stuff that all the great Leather Daddies wear? That is not an endorsement I think we want. I really don't. No. Yes, like, are you comfortable with this? I'm not comfortable with this. I'm okay. Dylan, you just don't. You just need to listen. Just let go and accept yourself. Release your inner leather daddy. All right, I'm leaving now. <laughs> this is the end of the show for me. I'm just saying, I'd love if Chris Jericho had a shirt from merch.aloneofpurebs.com, the website where you can get all of the merch for all your favorite BS network programs from a load of BS to fun fiction to, of course, the fight boy. And in addition to that, we got shirts for your favorite JWF superstars. Blake, name a, name your favorite. Who's your favorite boy in the JWF? Who is it, baby? Oh, were you talking? I was I was really paying attention to chat. Who's your favorite? JWF, who's your favorite, baby? Who's your, uh, Canada Charlie. He's got a shirt. Dylan. What? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite JWF superstar? I'm doing a bit here. <laughs> oh, uh, Canada Charlie. He's got a shirt! <laughs> and you know who my favorite is? Canada fucking Charlie! <laughs> He's got a shirt! At merch.aloneofpurebs.com But now, boys, we spent a lot of time being fuckwits. So we need to give the time yep. to someone else and let them be fuckwits. So it's time to turn things over to Captain Tibbs and Silver Spoon for another episode of JWF Monday Night War. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night War. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by a man who drinks expired milk and does it with a smile on his face. It's Captain the trick is not to throw up. That's right, Tibbs. And this Sunday, Tibbs, we are headed to one of the most devastating stops on the route to Wrestlepalooza. And that is, of course, the JWF expiration date pay-per-view featuring the horrifying expiration chamber match where six men are locked inside of a vicious steel cage contained within pods to be released at random intervals and in that match Tibbs we got some amazing competitors we've got the JWF champion Brunch Boy Baron we've got Scott Moore we've got Mojo Gruff the JWF captain's champion himself we've got all these amazing competitors but there's one man one man Tibbs who don't do yes. it. Don't. 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 Tibbs, I hate to say it, but last week after uh, after the horrifying events in the main event of JWF Monday Night War, uh, Canada Charlie was unfortunately taken to a local medical facility where it was revealed that after that horrific attack at the hands of the other competitors at, uh, at expiration date that... He has suffered multiple broken ribs, numerous injuries, and due to that, he has not been medically cleared to compete. Brass and and motherfuckers are in son of a Tibbs, how did you feel about that, honestly? Well, listen, Selves, I'm going to try to keep it brief, because Canada Charlie, he's my son. I love him dearly, like a father loves his son. He's been a real shit lately. 
But even I wouldn't wish what happened the other night on him. And I will say, I will say, there's a special, a special place in hell that is my heart for the person that did it. That's right, and of course it was started off by Felix Ball, the man who was God, called... God, you said it! The man who was called Canada Charlie's mentor. Uh, a man who had mentored him for months now. Of course, they teamed up with the Lumberjack, forming the Canadian crew. They ran through this entire company recently, and after the events of last week, Felix Ball has come out oh! to the ring. And I think he has an explanation for all of us. Let's have a listen. Oh, so last week, you know, uh, well, it was a real tragedy. I'll tell you what, my boy, oh, Canada Charlie, he single-handedly, bravely got in that ring and decided to face all five of his opponents at expiration date at once. And because of that act of pure bravery, my boy was injured. He was sent to a local medical facility where they said he suffered three cracked ribs, several bruised bones, and the sad thing is, this this was all avoidable. This entire horrible assault on Charlie's life, it could have been avoided if it wasn't for Captain Tibbs. You see, Tibbs... You made a decision when you put Charlie in that chamber. You made a decision to let nepotism do your booking for you. And that decision put your own son in the gosh darn hospital. You knew he wasn't ready to face those men. You knew he'd be destroyed the minute he stepped foot in that chamber. But you didn't care about that, did you, Tibbs? No, you didn't care about him possibly getting hurt, about his career being ended. No, because... Because you don't care about Canada, Charlie, at all. But I do. And that's why this Sunday, I don't give a damn what Captain Tibbs says. I'm going to be taking my boy Charlie's place in the expiration chamber match. And I'll tell you, I'm going to make that boy all proud when I win the JWF World Heavyweight Championship after defeating five other men. And when I do, just know I'm doing it for you, Charlie. I know you're listening. Son. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. Hold me back, Sills. Hold me back. Hold me back. He deserves it. You're the one that engineered all of this. Bo, you turned my son against me, Bo. Bo, I'm going to have my... You're going to get yours. I'm going to have it one day. It might not be today. It might not be Sunday at the expiration chamber, but it'll be soon. Ball! Tibbs, why don't we just wait till this Sunday? Maybe Felix will get his good comeuppance against the other five men in that match. Just wait, Tibbs. Just wait. Let me tell you. Oh, I'm going to wait, Sills. I'm going to wait and I'm going to be patient. Because if there's one thing Captain Tibbs is... He's the most patient boy on the ship. That's right, Tibbs. And of course, speaking of this Sunday, speaking of a match I'm excited to see. It is a match as the BSRJWF Tag Team Champions take on two men. Two men who cowardly attacked them a few weeks ago in the ring. And that is the team of the best friends, Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor, two men I never thought I'd see in a JWF ring, Tibbs. I mean, they just signed new contracts, and they're already jumping shit. 
Can't believe it, Silv. I've never seen such disloyalty. That's right, but we have sent one of our top interviewers backstage with the BS. And let's hear what they've got to say about this match. Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald here with the JWF Tag Team Champions, the BS. Now, boys, this Sunday, you have a Steel City Street Fright against the men known as Beretta and Chuck Taylor, the best friends. Do you have anything to say to your opponents this Sunday? Well, let me tell you something, brother, brother. Don McDonald, brother. You see, these best friends, these guys have been running amok. These best friends, well, they just don't realize what they're getting into this Sunday, brother. Because when the power of Blakemania teams up with the madness, Scotty Moe, we may just blow the whole roof off that arena, if you know what I'm saying, Don. Oh, yeah, that's right. When the Scotcho Man jumps in the ring alongside the Blinkster, it may be the most dangerous combination in the known universe, yeah. You see, Blink Tanner and I, we are the embodiment of friendship. When you get the crazed, reckless abandon of Scotcho Madness teaming up with the focused energy of Blinkomania, oh, yeah, it's something that the best friends, they just don't know how to handle, dig it? You know, many people, including myself, would say that you aren't taking this seriously, that you aren't taking the best friends seriously, that you're treating it, I'll I'll be honest, like a joke. Can we just get a serious answer about your match this Sunday, please? Oh my, okay. (laughs) You want serious, McDonald? Alright, let's get serious then. Scotty and I, we're always serious. That doesn't mean that we can't have a little fun along the way, but if you want a real, true, down-to-earth Blake and Scotty answer, me and Scotty, we're no stranger to people invading the JWF. We've seen guys from WWE, we've seen guys from New Japan, all over the world, anywhere, everywhere. They've come into the JWF, and we, specifically, have sent them packing just as quickly. No matter what the best friend's new employers think they are, they're not all elite. We are. Yeah, because you see, you see, McDonald, the the JWF, well, we're the elite company in wrestling right now, despite what a lot of people claim. And this Sunday, we aim to prove that against the best friends. Because that's just what we do. So, in all honesty... I know, you're asking, why are we not taking this seriously? Why aren't we taking Beretta and Chuck Taylor seriously? It's because we don't aim to. We don't have to take them seriously. We don't have to take this match seriously because as far as we're concerned, if it ain't JWF, it ain't Elite. And because of that, I've got just one question for the best friends. Are you with me, Blake Tanner? Oh yeah, brother! And that is... Are you ready? (laughs) No, I said are you ready? Oh my god, Tibbs! The best friends from out of nowhere jumping the BS from behind, putting the boots to them, slamming them into that concrete. This is horrifying! They were just getting to the best part, damn it! 
That's right, truck gra Chuck grabbing a garbage can, crushing it over the back of Scotty Moore. You can see the welts growing on the former tag or the tag champion's body. And wait a minute, oh my God, he's going over to help Beretta. What are they doing? The best friends have picked up one of our monitors backstage, and oh my God, oh my God, Tim's they've smashed that monitor over the skull of Blake Tanner. Glass sparks flying everywhere. This is horrifying. I can't believe what I'm seeing, Zills. This is utter, utter humanity. That's right, Tibbs. I mean, who knows if the BS are even going to be able to make it to their match this Sunday after that horrifying assault. This is, this is unbelievable. I think they're bleeding. They may be bleeding. They are men. They can bleed. But, of course, speaking about things that are unbelievable, Tibbs, I'd like to take you a few weeks back to when those men, the BS, took on the VWO, the former tag team champions, in a rematch for the uh, JWF Tag Team Championships. And during that match, Griffin Cloud's tag team partner, Travis, turned on him, leaving him alone in the ring to lose that match after a vicious assault from the BS. And ever since, Travis just hasn't seemed the same. He hasn't seemed to be on the same page with his brother. What do you think? You know, Sills, a year ago I would have wanted nothing more than to see what I saw the other night. But I just don't know what Travis Cloud's intentions are. That's right. I don't know what he wants for any of us. That's right, Tibbs. And of course, last week Griffin made a promise to his brother. A promise to allow him to come out and speak tonight. The first time we've heard Travis Cloud's voice in a very long time in this company, and Griffin's in our ring right now. So let's hear what he's got to say to his brother. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it is high time that someone in this company is given a chance to speak. Uh, someone who's not been able to speak or say anything for a long time now. Someone who hasn't been able to speak their mind and has just been, in my opinion, bottling up their feelings until they just overflow in horrible ways. And that's why, despite everything that's happened in the past few weeks, I need to invite my brother Travis out to the ring right now. And Travis Clouds is coming out looking at his brother, but let me tell you something. Travis does not look happy to see Griffin in the ring. What do you think? He's got a scowl on his face 20 miles long, Sylves. That's right. Let's hear what Griffin's got to say to him. Travi, Travis, my best good brother, I know that both of us have done some things we've regretted in the past. You've attacked me over and over and left me alone to be beaten down in the ring. I've done some bad things, I know. And that's why I wanted to ask you out here, because you and I both know that you need to speak your mind. You need to know what's happening. And somebody in particular needs to speak their mind. Somebody needs to let it all out. Somebody needs to release all of this tension. Oh, I see just how tight your muscles are, and I just want to let you know 
that that someone is me. Listen here. You were a loser when I came back into this company and everybody here knows it. You decided to dress up like an idiot and dance around for this crowd of Neanderthals and they loved it, didn't they? Oh, they ate it up. But no matter how much you got cheered, no matter how much the people loved you, how much they cheered for you, how much they had your back, you were a loser. You lost all the time, over and over and over and over. The Hammer Man was a loser! And it wasn't until I came back that you remembered that you are Travis Clouds, one of the most dominant men in the wrestling business today. But was that good enough for you, Travis? No, no, it wasn't. You still had to step out of line. You still tried to interrupt me at every chance you could get every single week. I'll be honest, Travis, I'm glad that you pounced on me. I am glad that you punched me in the face because I deserved it after I fed you all of that bullshit. Because, I'll be honest, I'm not sorry that I never let you speak. I'm not sorry that I tagged in during our match, and I'm definitely not sorry that I'm the reason why these people hate you. Because the one thing you seem to forget about the VWO is that I am the star, and you are always exactly what you have been. A failure to the Cloud family. Now what do you have to say to that, Hammer Man? Oh my god, Tibbs! Tibbs Travis from out of nowhere clocking Griffin with the microphone, using that microphone to wail on his brother in the middle of the ring. This is, this is horrifying to see, Tibbs. I, I don't, what's happening, Selves? That's right, Griffin just clawing at the mat trying to escape, but Travis, Travis is like a loose animal wailing on his brother, deli- oh my god, delivering a massive vape breaker to his former partner, the former champion, but Tibbs, it looks like he's not done. Travis Clouds isn't done backing up into the corner as Griffin makes his way to his feet, and oh my god, the big vaping boot to his brother's face, Griffin looks knocked out, Tibbs. Knock him all the way downtown, Travis! Oh, but wait a minute. Travis now picking up the microphone and he's just leaning over the body of his brother. What's Travis got to say? Griffin, all I've got to say is this. This Sunday will be your expiration date. Well... Tibbs, I think Travis just made it pretty clear. He wants a match this Sunday. He wants a match against his brother, Griffin Clouds. What have you got to say? Don't cry about the Hammer Man. Don't cry about the Hammer Man. Don't cry about the Hammer Man. So is there is there a match or are you just trying to... No, there's going to be a match. I got it written down. Okay, okay, cool, Tibbs. Well, ladies and gentlemen, all that is an absolutely amazing match to round out our pay-per-view this Sunday. We are, of course, going to have just announced 
Griffin Clouds versus his brother Travis. It's an amazing grudge match. We're going to see the BS versus the best friends in a Steel City street fight. And then, of course, the main event, Tibbs, the expiration chamber match where our JWF World Heavyweight Champion, Brunch Boy Baron Corbin, has to defend his title in the horrifying, hellacious expiration chamber structure against five men. Tibbs, are you excited? I don't think I've ever been this excited for an expiration date in a long time, Sylves. That's right, Tibbs. But in order to find out what happens to that, you're going to have to tune in to Expiration Date on the J on the BS Network YouTube channel this Sunday. There's nothing good coming on this Sunday, so you might as well check out Expiration Date. In order to find out what happens with all of these people afterwards, you're going to have to tune in next time to JWF Monday Night War. So, Blakey T, it's been an episode. What did you learn this week? I learned that... <laughs> uh, I learned that when Vince puts all his grapefruits on the table that the audience doesn't... It doesn't matter what the fuck they say. I don't remember <laughs> what I said. I, I had it good in the first no. take, but then you fucked with me. And so that's why I changed one letter in the JWF script and it threw everything off. Yeah, you did one thing and it's fucked the whole show. So, and I learned that if you just change one letter in a script, it fucks the whole show. That's my thing. Oh, so where can people find you on the internet, Blake? You can find me at Blake... What is my Twitter? You do this two times a week. You say oh, it fuck. two times a week. Oh, fuck. How did we get uh, am... How have we both got amnesia? Oh, shit. Suddenly... Okay, hold on. Three, two, one. You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A, where we do video game videos about video games. I'm not editing that one. And you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all my books on Amazon. Just look up Scotty Moore and you can find that. And then, of course, remember to go to loadofpurebs.com and check out all of the other shows available there. We've got fun fiction, a load of BS. It's all there. And then, of course... Make sure to follow us on Twitch, twitch.com slash a load of BS. We record most of our shows live over here, so you can check that out straight to your TV, watch it live, and hear all the fuck-ups that me and Blake just did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, uh, make sure to rate, subscribe, comment, do all that. Why am I so just old and tired yeah, at the tired. end of this? And as I don't always, know. you can find us at a load of your BS.com. Step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube, and remember to follow us on Twitter at Fight Boy Show Chuck Taylor. Because when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life! <laughs>